Hello folks, welcome to a very special edition of Loserville. I am TC Fleming here with my good friend Philip Kingston. And Philip, it is my understanding you have a special announcement to make. It's so special that we are doing the inaugural episode of Video Loserville. It's never been done before. Uh, I mean, whenever you say that now, there's like pressure to make sure it gets out somewhere. To, you know, I, I, I don't want to confirm that we are uh, doing video, um, but that that's not the big headline. <clears throat> you can edit this. <laughs> I, I refuse to. I think you know that. Um, no, uh, you know, I, I, I presume that people may have uh, seen this news elsewhere because I don't think that we're going to release this right this second. We'll probably wait for the other things to hit. But uh, you, uh, you aim to be back in government, yes? I am running for uh, Dallas County's Commissioner's Court in District 2. Okay, first question, what is that? <laughs> you know, nobody knows what the commissioner's court does, and even though I have... The uh, court word is weird, which don't even get me started on the judge word. Oh, I can explain all that if anybody has trouble getting to sleep. <laughs> um, the uh, Yeah, the, the commissioner's court is uh, low profile, and as much as I love and respect some members of the court, including Clay Jenkins... Um, that is kind of on the commissioners. Um, the most notable thing that has happened on the commissioner's court in the last year is that the man I'm running against um, threw a fit like a baby when asked to wear a mask and then sued the county. Um, and so obviously I think I can do this job a little bit better than that, but I'm hoping to bring even more to the table than not throwing a baby fit. Yeah, I think we've learned all in the last two years that the uh, county commissioner's court has a good bit to do with public health. Um, but what, what, what are the other big things? Like what, what is county government in control of? Your big ticket items are public health. So in addition to the efforts Clay makes with regard to the pandemic, Parkland Hospital is a county entity um, that, frankly, is doing some very interesting and positive things, I think. They're moving into community health care with clinics located in neighborhoods providing preventative medicine. And ultimately, that should wind up saving taxpayers money. So that's good. <clears throat> the county is also responsible for the jail. Um, it has a large public safety component. Um, and the jail is very problematic. The jail is not a good place. Um, the jail has too many people in it. Uh, and because it has too many people in it, it costs you too much money. Um, you're aware because of this fine house that you purchased in uh, Lower Greenville that you get this tax bill and the county portion of it is substantial. Um, it would be better if that were smaller. Um, we also have the same issues with the county in the sheriff's department that cities are facing with regard to police departments. And so there are great opportunities to improve the way that we um, do policing at the county level, um, in addition to improving conditions at the jail. So I'm very interested, you know, I mean, like uh, you've, you've been out of elected office for a couple of years now. Um, you've I mean, just as, as someone who uh, considers myself a friend, you, you, it seems like you've been doing a lot of cool stuff. Um, 
you know, like I, it seemed like you were enjoying your life enough that I was, I was kind of wondering if you would want to make any large changes to it and, and step into office again. Um, so I'm, I'm very interested. Why, why is this seat one that makes it so that you say, you know what, things are going great, but I, I do want to, sh- it, it is worth it enough for me to shake it up to, to pursue this. Uh, you are aware because we are friends that this was not an easy question. Um, I've got to get, I don't know, tens of thousands of votes to win the seat. But the first one I have to get is Melissa, right? Like that's, that is, that's the key. And, uh, she was skeptical, obviously at first. Yeah. Um, I guess the big question is why, why, why is she okay with this particular race? (laughs) Um, She's going to have to come on the show at some point, and I think that that'll be a, a time where she can explain her thinking more fully. If, I, if, I, if I'm to represent it, I would say that she agrees with me that uh, we can do a whole lot better. She doesn't like being represented by the low-quality person that Mr. Koch has shown himself to be. Um, and so, it, you know, both of us are public servant types. I mean, we, we've been in service our entire life together. Um, and so she understands that that's something I'm passionate about. I mean, I mean, she's doing a volunteer job right now on the plan commission for the city of Dallas that takes up an inordinate amount of time for, for no money at all, you know, and that's, that's, uh, and it's, it's something she's passionate about and she's doing a frankly great job. Um, but the, the other thing is simply that I think I've matured a little bit as, a professional, as a lawyer, as a leader, as a politician, and I can manage this better than I think I did the first time. You know, the running for office the first time is so, so stressful. And um, there are definitely aspects I could have gotten better. <laughs> sure. For instance, this time I'm hoping to sleep well enough that I don't require quite so much medical attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so what, what has been your, you know, whenever you were on the city council, uh, city government, I mean, th- their offices are located or county government, their offices are located nearby. Uh, I just, I, I know from listening to this podcast, one of the episodes that you did, uh, by yourself was with Clay Jenkins and, you know, I, I would encourage anyone to go back and listen to that one. Um, if they can, if they can access it, did you know that all those files are down? Oh no. Um, talk to the <laughs> server guys. Um, but, uh, you know, so it, it seemed to me from that, that you have a relationship with him and, and that you've coordinated with the county government on things before. I just was wondering if you could talk a little bit more about that. What, how closely did you work with county government in your previous elected position? And, you know, what, what, what did you do there? Depending on the issue very closely, um, <clears throat> the county was a key partner, um, in the site and release uh, issue, mm-hmm. you know, I I had this idea, not my idea, given to me by Scott Griggs. Hey, we should be doing site and release for low-level marijuana. Seemed good. Took me a long time to get it done. And then once it was done, it wasn't done. You know, the county is responsible for administering that. And they had to develop infrastructure of their own in order to make it work. And so last night I was out at a political fundraiser and ran into judge Nancy Mulder who we were talking with some people and she said, Oh yeah, 
Philip and I worked together on site and release because it's very true. After I had this idea and got it through city council, it was very frustrating to me to learn that nothing changed. Not one thing changed. The police refused to implement it. People were still being prosecuted for it. The county had no um, method for issuing the citations and doing the follow-up that was needed. And Nancy is really who pioneered how the county responded to that. Now, as it happened, the, our previous police chief continued to refuse to implement the program. And John Cruzo, our DA, is who had to eventually just say, I'm not taking these cases. So overall, I'm, I'm still proud of the work I did. But in reality, the way that people who previously were being arrested for low-level marijuana got relief and got a better shake from government came through a mess. <laughs> there was an absolute mess, and now it's a little bit safer to to use recreational marijuana in Dallas. But um, so that was one example of of really working closely with the county. And you know, I would go to the county to the commissioner's court to advocate for that for other things that we were doing. The county is an enormously uh, beneficial partner to cities in doing infrastructure work. And that is only about to get bigger because I believe we just got $100 million to distribute on infrastructure projects at the county. And I don't mean to be crit too critical about this, but they don't have a plan for how to, how to spend it. Uh, and I do. <laughs> I can figure that out. Um, what are so you thinking? Well, all of the, all of that money can be used to catalyze um, transportation projects. It should be used for transit. It can help implement DART's plan to improve bus service. It can be used to uh, make things safer for pedestrians throughout the city to try to implement Vision Zero, which we is apparently stalled. Um, it can be used for affordable housing, and this is a new thing in Dallas County. Dallas County, under uh, the leadership of Elba Garcia, one of the commissioners, is doing an affordable housing project on South Beckley right now. Um, I was over there the other day, and the demolition is finished. They've torn down this uh, this small courthouse that they had there for a while, and that's going to be 200-plus units of affordable housing in an area that absolutely needs it. And that's going to be walkable to Jefferson, to all the cool retail and restaurants on Jefferson. So, you know, there's some, there's some seriously good opportunities. We could utilize that money for, um, for Wi-Fi. Um, it's not just the city of Dallas that has a gap in, um, uh, you know, wireless technology and, and internet access for people who have uh, fewer resources. That's Dallas County also. And there's no reason that that shouldn't be a partnership with the city to try to cover the, the entire county, in, you know, our suburban partners in addition to the city of Dallas. Is it the, the courthouse on Beckley where the, the voting center is? Uh, there was a voting center there on Beckley. I think it is part of what got demolished. Is it the big one? Like the, that was, no. that was a lively spot. It's, it's not no, that? That's no, still it's done? not that. Okay. It, the, okay. It was the, I forget what they call it, like the Oak Cliff Courthouse. I think, I think uh, Judge Hasso is who was the JP there. And I think they're building a new facility for all that. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know who judges are. I just know it's a, <laughs> a good time in the the parking lot. You know, a lot a lot of festivities. Um. Anyways, uh. So what uh what what I, you're you've been talking about this somewhat the entire time we've been talking, but uh, what do you, what do you seek to accomplish? What would be your priorities once in office? The it's sort of two different things. The biggest opportunity immediately is the pandemic relief funding that the county has. It's gotten multiple tranches, but the the infrastructure package is the big one that just hit. And spending that in the right way that creates long-term benefits for Dallas County, that will be priority number one. But I think, um, you know, I I don't work for organizations that don't need help. Um, and I don't think Dallas County is uh, in, a, in a wreck or in the ditch or anything like that. But there are certainly ways it could function better. That seat could certainly be better. That seat could be better. Um, having some cooperation among the commissioners, I think, would be interesting. It has never happened since I've been in Dallas. Um, you know, when I got here, it was majority Republican and the there would be conflict, you know, on a partisan basis. And now it's majority Democrat and, and, uh, JJ is the last elected Republican in Dallas County. Um, it will be quite interesting to see how the commissioner's court functions if it has people who are all sort of inclined to, to pull in the same direction. And I'm not saying that that, that it's going to be kumbaya. Um, I don't think, government should ever be really kumbaya. There are very few, if you have something that you have consensus on already, you don't really need a government to implement it. The the people have already sort of agreed, right? So um, I'm not saying we're just going to agree on everything and it's going to be smooth sailing, but there's the people who are on that commission are people I know and respect and have good relationships with and I'm going to be able to work with them on important issues. And, you know, this is a big budget. This is a very, very big budget. And one of the things that I think I'm known for is oversight. And so I always think I can find improvement in systems. County's no different. The county has antiquated technology. It has not kept up with, um, you know, online payments, for instance. Um the the court technology is a constant source of frustration. Um, the criminal courts a few years ago, the county government, the commissioner's court, purchased a, 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 a technology package for the criminal courts that doesn't work, that all the judges hate. So how did that happen? You know, that that's not OK. Um, the online record search, if you just for instance, want to know things that are public information in the county. Maybe just search your friends' names, see if they have felonies. It's impossible. It's like, it is, it's almost as if someone designed a search function to hide things. Um, It it is absolutely ridiculous. And lawyers have to search public records all the time. We used to have a system that worked, and now we have one that doesn't. I don't know how that happened, but I would like to fix it. Sure. Uh, so one of, one of the ways that the county is visible, to me at least, uh, is just the voting. You know, they, they oversee the elections. Um, what, what would be your area of focus there? What, what are your thoughts about uh, how the county administers elections? This is a huge 
area of opportunity because of the state and federal level attacks on voting rights, because of Texas Republicans' real, it's not even a secret plot, their open plot to convince people that mail ballot voting is fraudulent, even though that's demonstrably untrue. Um, the county is the front line of protecting people's right to vote. And I've just, I'm actually not quite finished with it. I'm still in the midst of defending our friend Adam Basildua in <clears throat> an election contest lawsuit that was filed by a firm that I am pretty sure is being funded by state level Republicans for the purpose of filing these election contests and creating doubt about the validity of mail ballots. Um, that is enormously harmful. But the other thing that the county can do, other than you know, run free and fair elections, is the county is supposed to be the lead agency in um, expanding the electorate, in registering voters. We're supposed to have outreach to every public high school student in the county when they turn 18 to make sure they get registered to vote. And that's not happening. Um, it's really, to the extent it's happening, it's happening because of private groups like Move Texas and Jolt that are going in and trying to register young people to vote. The county needs to do that work. Um, and that's work that actually the county should spend more money on rather than less. Um, so just as a potential trade-off, if I could exchange some jail dollars for voter registration dollars, that seems like it could be a better outcome. Yeah, the last election, it seemed to me like Harris County was considerably more aggressive in expanding voting access. And I think it is flatly unacceptable for Harris County to be ahead of us in any way, shape or form. It is true. And one reason that they are is that their elections administration lives in an office that is an elected position. The county clerk is who handles it. Um, and at the time, he's he's since resigned. But the, the the man who's primarily responsible for the amazing expansion of their electorate in Harris County is Chris Hollins, uh, who's a good friend of mine. Um, and we're in a group together called Blue Chip. Um, that is basically you just watched the movie. Yeah, we just watched the movie over and over. no, we. Uh, <clears throat> We're theoretically young Democrats, although they let me in, so I don't know. Um, yeah, no, def no working definition of young at that point. No, no, and uh, the unless in, unless uh, life expectancy goes up to 150, yeah, that, I'm out. <laughs> um, but uh, Hollins is a great guy, and he did all this important, you know. Um, stuff, all these innovative approaches to voting, like the drive-through voting and 24-hour voting and all, all the things that they were able to do that the legislature then immediately enumerated and took away. Um, but it, it's because he was an elected official very responsive to his constituents. It, th there's just another layer in Dallas County because we have a hired elections administrator, but we as the county commissioners need to hold that person accountable to do the same sort of innovative things. So anyone who's listening to this and saying, boy, that sounds, uh, sounds cool, sounds like something I would like to see happen, what can they do to have a positive impact on uh, your, your election chances? Yeah, if you want to come work with us on an election, I run fun campaigns. 
Um, I can confirm that. That is a hallmark of what I do because campaigns run on volunteers and volunteers do not show up unless it is fun. And so if you come volunteer with us, you will have fun. KingstonforDallas.com remains my campaign website. It will be back up in its new form by the time you hear this. And I would very much appreciate you going there, uh, signing up to be an endorser, signing up to be a volunteer. If you are a person of means, uh, we definitely need money in order to run this campaign. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm good at raising money and I'm good at spending it in a very efficient way. There have been times during which I had the lowest cost per voter of any elected official in Dallas. Um, and that's usually a goal of mine. So you can feel comfortable that I'm not going to blow your uh, hard-earned dollars on frivolous stuff. Um, and we, we really, we need everybody we can get. We need, we're going to be block walking. The, the, the district is one-fourth of the county. So about 570,000 Dallasites live in the district. And so it's going to take a group effort to reach everybody. I'm going to have to have help. I can only knock so many doors myself. Um, and so I'm going to need all my friends uh, to help with that. And together we, we can get that done. You know, you do nothing good alone. I am interested because not, not, not all of Dallas County is the city of Dallas. Uh, this is your first time interacting with voters outside of the uh, the city limits. What's, uh, <laughs> what is your message to them? What is your approach there? What, what's your thoughts on that challenge? The Well, so the, the three, um, actually, I guess the four uh, non-Dallas entities in this district are the Park Cities, um, Addison, and I think part of Carrollton. I don't think I can get all of Carrollton. Um, and, uh, to those people, I would say, I have already worked with your city governments when I was a city official, uh, and otherwise for clients. Um, I know those communities very well from those experiences and from actually working in Addison for years. Um, and the, the needs of those cities are, in, in terms of what they need from their county government are extremely similar to what the city of Dallas needs. There, there's not conflict there. In, in fact, the county can be the agency that provides the, one of the best forums for cooperation. Um, and so to the extent that these other cities need greater transit from DART, which, is, which ha happens to be true, um, DART's working on that, but that it's not there yet. Um, they can count on me to be an advocate for them. Um, to the extent that um, those communities don't feel like they're getting sufficient um, resources back from the county, for instance, in, in regard to public health, that's something where I can be a big advocate for them. Um, and it's going to be, I think really those are going to be the communities that um, create the differentiation in the discussion around policy. They're going to bring a different perspective to the, to the, the commissioner's court and what they need from it. And that's, that's, that's healthy. That's how you run a county that has multiple cities in it. 
So I think that's most of uh, what what I have to uh, you know as far as things I'm curious about about it. Uh, do, do you have maybe a, a closing message, a, a final thing you want to leave folks with? Well, I, I think the I think I'm kind of a known entity in a way. Um, I hope that I have continually improved uh, and matured um, in order to be a better leader. But in some ways, you know what you're getting. Um, you're going to get a absolute dedication to transparency and accountability. Um, you're going to get innovative policy ideas um, and you're going to get uh, a, a strong skill in communication with people. That th Those are the things I kind of bring to the table. And I think my experience in city government and really my record of accomplishment are reasons why people in District 2 should feel comfortable sending me to the commissioner's court to work with the other good representatives that are already there. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm honored to be able to uh, get to do this. I, I can't wait to see how it goes. And uh, you, you know I'm pulling for you. So Well, part of, part of the fun of the campaign is that they get to work with T.C. Fleming. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so... You know, uh, go to Philip Philip uh, Kingston for Dallas. Kingston for Dallas. Kingston for Dallas. Dot com. Dot com. And it's F O R, not a, not a number four, because I'm um, not that cool. And yeah, and when, when the when the time comes, uh, vote for Philip. Thanks. Uh, thanks for listening, folks.